Shopping for matching bins and the newest trendy home decor baskets for your upcoming organizing projects might sound like the perfect way to begin, but purchasing those items first is not going to get you any closer to being organized. On episode 37 of the Intentional Edit podcast, you will find out exactly what the first step to every organizing project needs to be. Hey moms, welcome to the Intentional Edit podcast. Do you want to stop feeling overwhelmed and finally get your home organized? Do you find yourself up late at night worrying about how you are going to get everything done and not drop the ball? You are wondering where to start and what to do. There is never enough time in the day, the piles of laundry are building up, and it's already time for after-school activities, homework, snacks, and carpool again. I'm Lauren. I too want an organized, clean home where my family can make long-lasting memories and be present in the moment. Feeling like there is never enough time to complete all the daily tasks is exhausting. Simplicity all around, a healthy meal on the table at dinner time, and a family that contributes to the chores really is attainable. Stop telling yourself that you have to do it all or it will never get done, or that picky eaters will never allow for a complain-free dinner. In this podcast, you will learn exactly how to declutter, implement systems, and maximize routines that remove the overwhelming, unorganized parts of life, bringing simplicity to your life and home. Come on, it's time to create a life you love. Hey there, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the Intentional Edit podcast. We are here today with episode 37, and it's all about you getting the answer to how to get organized. Why buying cute bins and matching baskets is not the answer. What is the first step to truly getting organized? Before we get going with this episode, I want to remind you to head over to Facebook and join the Facebook group that I created just for the Intentional Edit podcast family. It's called Declutter, Organize, and Create Systems to Simplify Your Home and Life. It's a Facebook group. It's a private group just for people that have come together from the podcast or are wanting to learn how to purge and declutter and organize their homes. So I would love to have you over there. You can post in the group, ask questions, comment on what's going on, but we can have a chance to interact with each other and support each other on the journey to a simplified home. Go on over to Facebook and again, that group is called Declutter, Organize, and Create Systems to Simplify Your Home and Life. It's a private group. I will approve you when you ask to join and then we can all chit chat over there. If you're joining us for episode after episode, you have goals that are centered around getting organized, simplifying your life, creating systems in your home, and finding out ways to simplify things so that life can be easier, so that you don't feel overwhelmed. A lot of times we spend time scrolling on our phones looking for the answers, pinning Pinterest-worthy pictures and we come across beautiful, perfectly organized images that look like they should be on our social media feeds, but they're not realistic. 
but they do motivate us to go spend money and purchase baskets, bins, containers, and things that we think we need to get organized. So you're in this place where you want to get organized and you have inspiration, maybe went to Target and have walked up and down the aisles and all these beautiful baskets and bamboo containers or plastic bins with lids in different colors or different styles. So you purchase a few of those, you get home and you think, I'm going to tackle this messy office or I'm done with the toys all over the living room floor, the crowded pantry shelves where I'm constantly picking up boxes to eat and realize that they're empty. I'm over it and I need to get organized. You head to the store, you buy these things or you were at the store and it was a in the moment decision where you bought these containers and now you need to organize. What do you do now? You get home and those usually sit in the bags or sit in a stack because you don't know what to do with them. But you thought you were doing the right thing by purchasing these containers before you did any of the work to get to the point of organizing. When we buy the containers first, it doesn't work. The containers, the bins, the baskets, the drawer organizers, the extra closet accessories, all of these things that you purchase to get organized actually don't get you organized. They don't help you get organized. They don't get you to that point. We use them in organization. We use them for organizing projects, but they don't help us get to that point. Why doesn't it work? because we're missing the key component in organization. We're missing the very first step. And the first step is the most significant part of the whole process from taking you to a cluttered home to an organized home. What do you have to do first? When you wanna get organized, what's the very first thing you have to do? You have to purge. Purging and decluttering, getting rid of the excess is the very first thing that you have to do in every organizing project. It doesn't matter if you're just tackling the junk drawer, your entire closet, an entire playroom, basement, garage, or every single room in your house. Every project, every little or big project starts with purging, getting rid of the things that we no longer need, use, or want. If you have organizing projects that you have to do, that you want to do, that's why you're here, that's why you're listening to this episode, I want you to listen to episode three of the Intentional Edit Podcast. It is step-by-step instructions on how to purge and declutter. That entire episode will give you what you need in great detail about the proper decluttering techniques and the purging process that I use with all of my clients when I was professional home organizing and with myself. I give this purging plan to friends and family because it works. It's a tried and true way to purge to make sure that you don't miss anything. If you go back and listen to episode three, you will know the entire system that I used to purge so that you can do it too. You might be thinking, why why do we have to purge first? Why do we have to get rid of these things first? Well, think about it like this. Why would you want to waste your time organizing things that you don't need to keep? You don't need to organize things that you can discard. Here is a crazy statistic for you. A lot of times we get stuck in the idea of, I might need that. I might use that one day. I haven't used it in 10 years, but I might as well keep it. I might as well store it and take up valuables because I might need it one day. 
the fact is, and this is the statistic, we don't use 80% of what we keep. When people are being intentional about what they get rid of, they don't, they still don't use 80% of what they keep on the basis of I might need it someday. When you are wanting a simplified home and you desire things to be easier and less chaotic and less clutter everywhere, you have to start with a thorough purge and you get to be ruthless. Don't keep things because you think you might need them one day because the statistics are here to tell us that we are not using 80% of what we decide to keep in those situations. What's the first step to truly getting organized? It doesn't have anything to do with the physical organization. I've already told you it's purging. You can call it whatever you want. Purging, decluttering, getting rid of stuff. Anything that you no longer need, use, or want should be in that pile for donation. It is leaving your house. You're getting it out of there. Say goodbye to it. You're not going to be burdened by those things any longer. Those things are not part of the clutter that's causing you the feelings of stress and overwhelm. Now that you know that the bins and baskets aren't getting you where you need to be, they're a step further down on this organization project and purging is the first step, then I want to give you a little bit of a rundown on some ways that you can make good decisions when you're purging and not keep unnecessary items. Again, go listen to episode three of the Intentional Edit podcast because that is where the details are. That is where I walk you through that entire episode is the purging plan that teaches you how to declutter and gives you the step-by-step guide to get rid of all the things that you don't need. You're still in control. You are making the decision. Every item that you are deciding to keep or not, every item that's in your home, you get to make that decision. You get to decide, do I keep this? Is this valuable enough for me to keep? I've mentioned this before, but there is the five for five rule. If you can replace something in five minutes or less for less than $5, you don't even need to think about it. It's time for it to go. Donate it or toss it. If it's something that someone else can use, of course, donate it. If it's broken or doesn't work or it is not something that can be used any longer, that's when the item would need to be tossed instead of donated. When you're making decisions about what to keep, remember you're being ruthless in your purgings. Really think about the item. Have you used it in the past year? Have you even used it in the past six months? If it hasn't been used for a long time and it's not something like the pan that you cook the turkey in once a year, but you use it every year on Thanksgiving, if it's not something like that, if you haven't used this item in a long time, you can give yourself permission to get rid of it because it's more of a headache for you. It's causing you more stress than it is a good idea to keep it and just have it for the what if times. Also think about, is the item still working? Does it still serve a purpose for what you purchased it for? If it's something like a small appliance or something that performs a task, it has a function to it. If it's not working anymore, there's no sense in keeping it. If you've had it on a shelf or in a drawer for a couple years with the intention to fix it or replace a part, it's not gonna happen, bye-bye. It's time for it to go. These examples are what happens when you are serious about decluttering and purging, because if you wanna get organized, you have to be serious. You have to be ruthless in your decluttering or the organization isn't going to happen. 
Another thing you can think about is, would you purchase that item again today? If you have guilt around that item and you're just keeping it because it was expensive, you already wasted the money, it's not getting you anything or giving you anything by sitting in that drawer or on that shelf or in the closet. By just having it there, it's not doing anything for you, but it's reminding you that you wasted the money on it the day that you decided to purchase it. You're not wasting the money by getting rid of it today. Think about, would you purchase it again today? And if you wouldn't, it's time to go. See you later. Donate it to someone that actually can use it. If the item isn't serving a purpose for you in your home anymore or for the people in your home, it's not useful to you. It's not, it doesn't fit in the categories of need, use, or want. If, you're, if you don't use it and you don't need it and you don't want it, then it's probably something that can go. 99% of the time, if it doesn't fit one of those three categories, you can donate it and someone else will be very thankful to have something that they can use and that they do need or that they do have a desire for. What happens after the purging is complete? We need to get back to that original question and what about those cute bins and baskets that everybody wants to buy? That's a lot of the times what motivates us to even start a project. We're still not there yet. You decluttered, purged, we can use those words interchangeably, you got rid of all that stuff. Oh my goodness, that was the biggest part of the project and the most important part of the project because when you don't purge before, the organization isn't going to stay. You did this huge job. You completed the task. Your purging and decluttering is finished. Now what? Where do we go from here? Once you have gotten rid of all that excess, you're ready to organize. When professional organizers work with clients in their homes, the organizing part, the actual physical organization part that involves the bins and baskets and containers is really step four or five of the process. It's not even the first or second step. We have to get through these things where we're emptying the spaces, we're taking everything out so that we can do these thorough purging sessions so that the organizers and the clients aren't wasting their time organizing things and buying containers and spending money on the containers and baskets if we don't need to organize those things. It's a waste of time and a waste of money to organize things that you don't need to keep. That's another reason why the purging is so important. So you emptied your space, you cleaned it, wiped everything down, got it organized, maybe vacuumed the room. It's all clean, purged. Now we need to make an assessment of what kind of containers do we need? We do that by sorting into categories. Whatever you have left, and this is, did you organize a dresser? Did you organize an entire room? It doesn't matter. You're going to sort what is left. All the items that you determined were worthy enough to keep, those get sorted into categories. You're grouping like items together. And once you've done that, then you decide what you need for storage. What are your storage needs? You find the proper storage to contain the items that you are keeping. That's the part you've been looking for, the fun part of getting the matching containers, purchasing the baskets that will be on display. Maybe it's a bamboo bin or some special drawer liner. If this stuff is exciting to you, then this is the part that you've been waiting for, but you can't skip the purging and decluttering just to get to the bins and baskets. 
once your things are sorted out and you know what size bins and baskets and containers and dividers and all of that stuff is needed, that's when you go out and you make your purchases. Organization doesn't require you to purchase new products. You can use what you have. You can find things around the house. You, If you don't have any type of a budget for the organization projects that you're working on, you can even use shoe boxes or boxes. You can line things, uh, line containers. Use that in a closet. You can just place things on a shelf. You don't have to have the fancy containers that you see or that you're pinning on your Pinterest boards or bookmarking on Instagram. A lot of those pictures are not realistic for a family that lives in a home and uses these spaces on a daily basis. You do what works for you and what works for your budget. If you're wanting to purchase items for organization products to get organized and you don't know what is recommended, you can go over to my website, intentionaledit.com, and on the top menu bar, there's a tab that says shop. If you hover over that, lots of choices come down, but click on the Amazon or the container store link. And I have my favorite products from both of those places linked on there. So you can use those as a guide you have to make sure that you are purchasing products that fit the space you have. So you need to be sure to measure not only how deep a shelf is and how wide it is, but you also need to measure the height. If you are organizing drawers, make sure that you look for a lip that hangs down where the drawer slides in because some containers fit in the drawer because the front of the drawer is higher than the sides or there is something that hangs down that gets in the way of the containers you purchase. Take your time, measure, make sure you measure all the different areas, length, width, height, different angles, anything crazy that is in your space because you don't wanna be in a position where your containers don't fit. After you measure and you know what size items need to be stored in the proper containment, you can decide what you need. What do you need for those spaces? What do you need to store and keep those items sorted into the piles that you sorted them in? How can they stay in those categories long-term? That's when you get to shop. That's when you get to purchase your bins and baskets and containers and all of that good stuff. Once you've made your purchases and you have your products or you find the products around the house that you're going to be using for this project, now it's time to put everything away. You get to put your things away in these containers and put the container on the shelf, put them in the drawer, wherever they need to go, put these things in their home. And this is when you spend the time, if it's necessary, labeling is not always necessary, but if it's necessary or will be helpful, this is when you put your labels on And then you can give yourself a pat on the back because you accomplished a huge project. Doesn't matter how big or small the space was that you were tackling, you completed a organizing project from start to finish. When you look back on it, you will think the decluttering and purging part took the most amount of time and that's okay because that was the most important part. You didn't waste your time and you didn't waste your money organizing things and buying products to store things that you no longer need, use, or want. That is the key to proper organization that lasts for the long term. As I wrap up this episode, I want to focus on the takeaway. I want you to walk away from this episode remembering what I have been saying over and over and over again. And that's simply don't rush ahead in the process and purchase the organizing products 
before purging and decluttering has been done. I maybe sound like a broken record because I keep saying it over and over and over again, and that's only because it is so important to the success of your project and to ultimately create the simplified home atmosphere that you are looking for because organization does bring simplicity. It does make life easier. It makes things simple and it reduces your stress. All of those things are important. So take the time to do it right and do a thorough purge and declutter before you even think about putting things away and finding the proper containment for what you determine is valuable enough to you to keep. Go ahead and head over to Facebook if you didn't do it at the beginning of the episode. Join the group, Declutter, Organize, and Create Systems to Simplify Your Home and Life. That's the Facebook group I created just for the Intentional Edit podcast community. We can share projects with each other and progress that we're making. Take a picture of the space that you are thinking about organizing or that you have started organizing. Before and afters are amazing. They motivate other people and they help you see the progress that you have made when you are working on these big projects. It's always fun to see a before and after. Those are my favorite types of posts head over to the Facebook community for the Intentional Edit podcast. It's a great way for us to connect. I will see you over there. You can ask questions and comment on other people, help them get motivated, and we can discuss and have a little chit chat back and forth over there. There's also a link in the show description. You can just click on that and join that way as well. Thank you so much for listening to episode 37. I will meet you back here next week for another episode of the Intentional Edit Podcast. Have a great weekend. Thank you for listening to the Intentional Edit Podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, tell your friends about it by taking a screenshot, sharing it on social, and tagging me at Intentional Edit. I'll be back soon with another episode. In the meantime, find me at intentionaledit.com and be sure to follow Intentional Edit on social platforms like Instagram, Pinterest, and Facebook. To ensure you catch future episodes, click the subscribe or follow button now. I'm grateful for a five-star rating and review from you. Be sure to let me know what you liked about this episode and what you want me to cover in the future.